What's up, everybody? It is Sparks Comics here. In this episode, we are going to be talking with writer Anthony Stokes, who is the writer of the Kickstarter comic Decay, an awesome story about loss, revenge, and voodoo set in New Orleans. Please check it out and stay tuned to the end to uh, follow along for uh, more content. Thank you. What's going on, everybody? Happy Sunday. Haven't done a Sunday live in a real long time. Uh, today, we've got Anthony Stokes with us to talk about Decay, a comic that is live on Kickstarter right now. What's going on? I'm doing good, man. I had a huge nap today, so I'm, I'm feeling fantastic. <laughs> Naps always help. Plus that extra hour last night. I didn't even notice, so I don't sleep great. Oh, so no. I went to bed at like 1.30. No, I never sleep good. And I woke up at like 7.30 and I was like, what the fuck? Like six hours? And I was like, oh, okay, just sleep. Okay. So it was... A, got got that little hour. bit extra in there, yeah. I still need a nap today. Yeah. Which is annoying, but... I woke up like just before 8 and I was like, is it... Really? Like, why do I feel awake? What's going on? I'm jealous of anybody that can sleep in, man. I swear to God. It's nor a superpower. Man. Normally I'm like, on weekend, 9, 10, I'll get up. But... That hour, that hour helped. Oh, yeah. uh, so every, every time I have someone new on the channel, usually uh, start out, introduce yourself, tell a little bit about like your comic book origin story. How did you okay. get into reading comics? How did you get into writing comics? Absolutely. So, you know, my name, my name is Stokes. Um, my, my, my journey started because I really, um, I really love movies. Movies is my, my first, um, kind of love when it came to writing and I, I started writing movies and making movies was so expensive that I did a pivot into comic books. Um, and I have all, you know, all because it was way cheaper, you know, and I, yeah. I have all this, the respect in the world as, as a, uh, as a, you know, a newcomer to the, to the space. But, um, and I think, uh, I think one thing that I, I really do really well is write good dialogue. Like I, I think I brought that over from my, uh, from my screenwriting. Mm -hmm. So that's something I'm really proud of. I get a lot of compliments on the dialogue. So what what got you? I guess before you were wanting to do movies, want and you know transferring that writing over. When did you start reading comics and, and getting into mm -hmm. them? Or was it is it more just the writing genre and you know just wanting to write brought you to comics and you hadn't really been a reader prior? So I read manga. So if okay. if yeah. manga was probably before movies also something i was really into because uh so i was a i was a i got bad grades you know i was a, just kind of an kind of an ass uh in middle school and high school so i was ground i wasn't grounded in basically my entirety middle school so you know can't okay. watch tv can't so i had books you know so when yeah. i discovered manga it was really it was really cool so i read i i i, I read you know, Rama one half, everything Shonen Jump at the time. I got Shonen Jump magazine. That was great. So I do consider that comics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. manga's lit. I do consider that comics. Like it's a different, you know, oh yeah. It's a it's a it's a different medium. It's adjacent, I'll say. Got so, my manga section over here. It's growing. Okay. Yeah. It's growing. Yeah, yeah. So I that was it. I did have a small familiarity with the genre, you know, of, of like American Western comics. I read Ultimate. Yeah. I read Ultimate Spider-Man. 
um i was fortunate enough to get one of those um essential comics with the the spider-man was one of my favorite things to grab and i was yeah. when i was in middle school so i did have a i american like western comics i didn't read too much of um scott pilgrim i loved as as a kid Ooh. as well so i it, it was the watchman it was the bigger runs i, I was really yeah. i was really reading as a kid okay so right now you got decay that's your your main comic you're writing i know mm -hmm. there's also the uh the one i picked up from you at the con that's not not been out on on crowdfunding yet and intrusive thoughts which yeah, is january 2023 great read uh so, so tell us a little bit about what decay is about we got three issues that people can pick up right now yes uh, so what's the like elevator pitch of decay oh god well i always <laughs> suck at these so Decay is or, or the long-winded pitch, either way. <laughs> let do long, okay, let me do let me try to sell it. Like, so essentially it's about somebody that gets killed wrong place, wrong time, and his sister brings him back via voodoo, and she may grow to regret that decision because he goes on a murderous rampage and gets gets bloody. Yeah. Um that, that ended up being the elevator pitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I had more time. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely, I feel like the the emotion that that's in this book is what's the inspiration for the story that, that you drew from? Um, So this is going to sound, you know, so this is going to sound a little cynical. So I got to start with the I, I work from the ending backwards, so I can't really spoil okay. it. But essentially, it's about the cyclical nature of violence. And I just wanted something that was really so I wrote this during the pandemic. Yeah. Um. I had lost like two family friends. Uh, I think my cousin and my like basically like an uncle. And uh, during you know pandemic was really ugly, so it was just like a really. I think it was a harsh time for everybody, so that was kind of mindset. And then what I really, what what I was like, I was looking at it and I was like, they're gonna make a they're gonna make a bunch of rated R, comic books movies. I thought, I think Brightburn had just come out. It's like I want to make something that can be adapted to a movie. So I was like, okay. Something rated R, some violent, some you know, sickle yeah. nature of violence type deal. Okay. And then I knew that you get a tax credit for shooting New Orleans. So I was like, <laughs> I'll New, New Orleans. And then the story just kind of unfolded from there. There, yeah, there. Uh, so for those that don't know, I live in New Orleans and they're always shooting movies here. Always. And actually, yeah. I just watched what was it? It was the the estate. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I have the uh, the AMC like plus whatever where you get to watch three movies a week. Or I was like, I'll just okay. see what this is. Well, it's it's a hundred percent set in New Orleans because I'm like, I know where that is. I know where that is. Oh, hell yeah! This is this place that closed down, uh, and it was about like that restaurant. And like, I almost feel like it was inspired by that restaurant and it, it closing down a little bit. I was just like, yeah, this is like they didn't even try to hide that this is New Orleans. They just never said. Yeah, it was in New Orleans. If you know, you know. Yeah, so that was that was pretty cool to to watch that. But yeah, like uh, interview with a vampire was shot here. The the show that's coming out. Um, interview with the vampire. They're making so a show they, they did, there wasn't there was a movie of it before, and now yeah. it's coming out in a show with Tom Cruise, wasn't it? I don't remember. I never watched it. There was two. I don't yeah. derail it, but there's two. I think there's one William Dafoe and John Malkovich. Oh, what's up, chef? And then there's another, I don't know, there's one with Tom Cruise. I'm confused. Yeah, no, 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 no worries. But yeah, 
so yeah, I mean, it's it's a great city to to shoot in. People seem to tend to like it. Um, I was actually watching. Uh, I was I was at a coffee shop across the street from my comic shop, and they were shooting in the street. Uh, oh yeah. For I don't remember what it, Fast Charlie, I think is what it's called. It's coming like next year, I think. Okay. Um, the actress that plays Deadpool's girlfriend. Ooh. She was. She's in it. Um, I forgot her name, but she, she's, she's just like right outside of the com the coffee shop. Though I'm just like sitting there, like <laughs> work. I was doing some work, and I'm like, oh, what? Just like, all right, right there. I'm like, okay, that's cool. But yeah. yeah. Anyways, derailing from location of, of of your comic to shooting movies in New Orleans. Um, so that was that was kind of the inspiration for the setting. Was you're like, hey, I want to shoot here. One day, if I if I turn this into uh, a movie down yeah. the line, and like I said, I need to reiterate that I I have like such a massive respect for for the medium of comics. Um, I think there's a freedom there that is is so liberating that you can really do whatever you want. And I think people people expect people have less. You can you can put out whatever people like it. They don't like it. There's not like requirements and stuff like that. So I just want right. to make that clear that I do I do love making comics. And um, before I really wanted to make a movie. But if I were to make like a comic book like Watchmen, like something that was like revered, like yeah. pub, like you know what I'm saying, I would be happy with that. That'd be just as good for me. Well, I feel like uh, you know, especially indie comics, right? Like indie comics are, is the place where you go to write whatever you want. There's no limits. Yeah. You can do whatever. Marvel, DC, maybe other publishers that have their own IPs, like you know you got to respect their boundaries on, on where you can go with things. But yeah. those indie comics is just whatever you want to make of it. No, hundred percent. It's great. And the only thing I like, some things I don't like is, is when people kind of like have, I always fight back against traditional thinking, the traditional wisdom, or, you know, yeah. as, as if you try to apply that shit to me, you can do whatever you want. Just don't bring that <laughs> shit over here. Cause I don't really care. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's somebody said what they say like intrusive thoughts for instance has narration um in the first issue and it yeah. doesn't somebody told me like oh if it starts with narration it has to end with narration it's not really narration but it's like pseudo you know and i was like you wouldn't think to, you wouldn't you wouldn't think that when reading intrusive thoughts unless you were taught that and that's why you're bringing it up it, 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 you know like this is yeah. this isn't an organic piece of criticism you're just saying this cuz it's something you heard and it's like that kind of stuff like that that feels like uh like maybe someone who spent time analyzing literature and it's like oh if you start this way yeah you do it this way i see what you're saying though like the but it's it, it felt like the narration turned into like the talking a little yeah. bit in a way so it's not like there's like this extra narrator it's part of kind of the character that we're seeing um so I see what you're saying. Yeah, that, that wouldn't make sense to then bring that narration in at the end. Exactly. So that's like stuff like that. It's just like I just don't have any interest in just doing something just because I, I didn't have a formal yeah. education as far as writing. I took a creative writing class in 10th grade, which wasn't super, you know, it was a cool class, I'm sure. But it, it, I don't remember anything. from there. I think Kill Your Darlings <laughs> was like the only thing that I remember from that class. And then I took a yeah. I took a, a film appreciation class you know, which is not even really about writing, you know. Um, so it's like, I don't have these little, I, I'm, I'm self-taught, you know, I use like YouTube, like video essays where my shit, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> you still I mean, love I, video essays. 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like, uh, especially now, and, and like you said, you started doing this during the pandemic, you got a lot of extra time to kind of sit and like think about things, learn a little bit and, and start creating. Mm-hmm. Um, it does seem like this is like the, the time for indie comics. Um, more and more creators yeah. coming out there, creating things. I got in trouble because I said I said the 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 crowdfunding is overcrowded. Like it, it may be, it might be, and unless you know, unless we're bringing more people in who don't typically purchase, right. that's where I think we could find that that balance. And that's what's great if like Keanu Reeves makes Berserk and he's he's bringing in like a million people onto the platform. That stuff right. I, I hate when people are kind of like shitting on that because yeah. we know Keanu Reeves has a love for like pop culture you know what i'm saying yeah we wesley oh, snipes yeah. you know wesley snipes has a love for pop culture yep and they're they're bringing in a new audience Absolutely. you know what i'm saying so it's good but like for october we all have access to the same analytics that tell you don't launch in december launch at 8 a.m or 8 p.m you know what i'm saying launch on a tuesday don't launch on a friday all this stuff yeah so we're all following this so we're all launching the day i launched i got notifications for five other campaigns that that i like it's like it's yeah it can be both let me let me see probably how many i've got like ending oh i think i have another like six or seven ending this month that i'm backing let me take a look yeah i'm gonna take a look at what campaigns i'm backing how many uh one two three end like within two days of each other and then yours ends a couple days after that and then another ends a couple days after that yeah, so it's like there's a there's a week where five campaigns end that I'm backing currently. I got nine. <laughs> yeah, I got I got I got nine uh campaigns that were yeah. so you know it's it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. You know, you gotta stand out in the um you gotta stand out in the in the space, you know what I'm saying? But people don't yeah. want to hear people don't want to hear that like there's a low barrier of entry, which is great. Like it's fantastic. Um, but that also means you're gonna have a lot of a lot of people, you know, you're gonna be fighting for eyes and stuff like that. There's another conversation where people don't want to like, yeah. it's like, oh, it's not a competition. Like it is, it, it absolutely is, you know. And competition is a good thing, you know. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's gonna push people to get better, you're gonna help other people get better, you're gonna have yeah. to make better comics. You know, like that's a good thing, but people it, don't, you know, it's an uncomfortable conversation. Yeah, it's a competition, but at the same time, you're also like, hey, I want you guys to go check out my, my friends' campaigns too. Once you've already backed me, yeah, yeah, <laughs> go yeah. check these out. So you're, I mean, everybody that I, I back typically, like, there's at least one campaign that's not theirs that's in, you know, the update that's like, uh, hey, I'm also backing this. Go check them out. They're great. Right. This, the story's awesome. Uh, which that's, I mean, that's what I love about indie comics is there is that like that love for other indie comics it's not like you're isolated and i think that's where the people probably take out the fact that it's competitive it's because everyone is helping each other in right some manner right and then the the i understand why and yeah there's so much i think the community is great i, I really do think the community is great at like boosting other projects, being being supportive, you know what I'm saying, all that stuff. I think where yeah. the community could use work is like criticism and like like not like giving. Sometimes you need to. I, I do Twitter Spaces a lot. Yeah, um, 
So I, I've never figured out Twitter spaces. So I've never oh, joined yeah, any of I'm just like, oh, there's something going on out there. <laughs> it's it's just it's just the, you just hop in the app and have a conversation. But like I I I when we were peaking, we had so many different people. Uh, so Rudy, we had so many different people in the spaces with so many different kinds of comic books, and we were all just it was so many conversations I had. Um, that I didn't want to have that they were yeah. telling me shit, and I at first I'd be like, nah, nah, yeah, you tripping. And then I think about it later, and I was like, okay, nah, they're they're right. Like, and it was just it was such a good environment to get better. Like I, I'm yeah. definitely I'm infinitely better creator because of those spaces. And it's like, I mean, you, we're not trying to be rude, but we're also going to give you the information you need. And I think that's kind of what I try to bring to like Twitter is that it's like, look, guys, yeah, we can do the kumbaya shit all day, but like, are we helping each other get better? <laughs> You know, what yeah. I'm saying? it's not and, good to just be like, oh, yeah, your, your, your thing's great. Well, yeah. How do you make it better. How do you take that next step level up? Which I think, I, I mean, that reminds me, I saw um, Travis uh, Gibb is going to do some like YouTube shows with someone like about leveling up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Charlie Stickney, I feel like he's one of those people who's definitely like Shout his work's gone, gotten better and better every year. Um, probably great person about leveling up there. Man, yeah, shout out to Charlie, man. No, and that's another thing is like the people, the people at the very, like the top. I was, I was considered Charlie, you know, at the towards, or at least towards the top shit. Hold, there's not yeah. that much people doing that. Charlie, back the <laughs> the, the game. game? <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, back back the game. Um, you know, yeah, Pat, like yeah. these guys are very forthcoming. You know, what I'm saying these these guys are very yeah. generous with their information, and like I think that's another great thing. Um, and it's it no, it's fantastic. Um, but it's just, yeah, we, I think we gotta get better about just being honest. Like, I think there should be a really good balance of like the kumbaya shit. Right. And then like some hard to hear criticism. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I, well, I think also if people aren't willing to take that criticism and they're not willing to learn. They're not willing to get better. Yeah. It's unfortunate. It's, yeah. It's unfortunate. Don't cry to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like. And and another thing is is because I I'm I'm in the middle of like three different Twitter arguments any given day, but <laughs> you post but, a lot. I, it's it's no. bound. It's the the amount of posting is bound to get you know somebody into an argument, right? Well, and it's it's honestly it's intentional. It's like I, I need I need engagement. I need the, the the I would say honestly I'm probably the best in the space at getting engagement on Twitter, hmm. and I'm kind of sick of it to be honest like this, this <laughs> it broke back up too much engagement well <laughs> yeah because um i made a post i made a post about like hey mar- is is marketing part of the comic book making process yeah, i'm sure you saw it. i'm sure you saw yeah it. i saw that one i did that <laughs> one I, people, did. I don't catch all of them but i saw that one it, yeah i read through people commenting I post that shit on Thursday. People are still arguing with me about it. It's like, <laughs> so a lot. What a lot of people are saying is like, "Oh, what about what about hobbyists?" You know what I'm saying? And it's like, look, hobbyists. Uh, like, I would consider myself a hobbyist. There's like the hobby versus the professional, I guess. Like, as if it's yeah. two opposite ends of the spectrum. But really, there's there's a it's a spectrum, and and you know, just because you're making money in this space does not make you not a hobbyist. I really only care about making money. Because I talk about marketing a lot. I really only care about making money as much as it allows me to make more comics. Right. So if, if the K issue three makes ten thousand dollars, 
Now it, that just paid for intrusive thoughts in the KSU four. That's the only. That's pretty much as, as much as I care yeah. about. And, and that, that seems to be the case for a lot of indie creators: is the money that the extra money that they get on one issue goes into making the next one, maybe getting it done earlier. Yeah, and then they don't have to worry about waiting for the funding. Exactly, and I, I'm starting. I'm starting two new titles next year, and the, the, what that is built off the back of my my previous, you know, these three successful yeah. campaigns. Well, I mean, and you already have the K3 out there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was but, the fastest Kickstarter fulfillment ever, boy. That was <laughs> uh, before it even ended. <laughs> yeah, man, like that's the thing you got to fulfill too. But yeah. I think people don't realize is like, and and so people think that marketing is just about selling. Like they think you write the comic, you know, somebody draws a comic, somebody letters a comic. That's it. Now you're selling the comic and it, and it, it's a different process, but it doesn't have to be like when you look at Charlie Stickney, when you look at Pat Shan, um, they, they think about the marketing from the conception. Like Pat had this great piece of advice. He was like, if you make your title the elevator pitch, oh my god, bro! Like, so let's yeah. think. Um, Gangsta Asparisa, that's one. Uh, cheeky, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to add that. Uh, what else? Like I, I'm forgetting the other future. one he did. Yes, smoke weed, see the future. Cherry um, Gilbert, necromancer, necromancer. Uh, Kevin, yeah. Kevin Cuff. Uh, um metal shark bro yeah you know like it's like get lit or die trying get lit or die trying you know what i'm saying like the game you know which you know i'm okay I'm a bit of the, a stretch the, the the game makes me think of like you know like the whole like you lost the game but yeah, i don't know i, I actually was. i have issue one of the game uh i picked it up in one of the other kickstarters and i haven't gotten to read it yet so look at that shit fire i'm like all right i gotta i gotta get get on this i have like just stacks of books to catch up like baltimore yeah uh i don't even know if i can pick up the stack this isn't everything either hey but you read and choose a thoughts though i did i had to prep for today <laughs> let's go let's go well but and then they're thinking about the marketing while they're making the idea yeah. and it's not it's not like you're not it's not a huge shift to make your title gangsta asperista you're not shifting yeah. the narrative. That's not changing the narrative. All you're doing is just naming the premise, the title. And what, what does that do? What's the, what I wish, I wish I named the K undead guy kills a bunch of people. Cause I'm sick. Of, <laughs> I'm sick of elevator pitches. I'm sick of this shit. Un undead revenge. Undead revenge. <laughs> undead revenge. And, but, but because they're thinking about the marketing early, they're making, it's making it easier down the road. And yeah. you're just, you're thinking about it. You're thinking about it throughout the entire process. So you don't have to think about marketing when making your comic. You can make a comic book. Uh, you can make a comic book just purely for the entirely for the love of it. And that's totally valid. Yeah. But again, you can make a couple of tweaks when you think of your when you work backwards from an elevator pitch into your story. Every elevator pitch needs a ticking clock, essentially. So, for example, if my story doesn't have a ticking clock clock that there's less suspense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's less, there's there's less pacing. So if if I add a ticking clock to my story, now my story's better. Yeah. Because I'm thinking of marketing. You know what I'm saying? Got I'm thinking of I'm thinking of covers. Hanging around the neck. You say what? 
a ticking clock hanging around his neck. No, like you know what I mean. Like, like uh I'm thinking of like we have to do X before Y. Oh, okay. okay. I, yeah. I I I feel like there also is kind of a, a some sort of time limit on his his undeadness based on some hints of. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah, control. exactly. You know what? And if that's a great, that's a great fucking point. That, that's if a ticking clock too. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Good shots out to me, but <laughs> that's thought about that. <laughs> but essentially, but yes, if you you need to put the if you if you're missing the ticking clock, you can add it. You know, if like if you think of the elevator pitch, you add the the the, the 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 clock to the story. Now you made your story better. If you're thinking about if you're thinking about variant covers, you're thinking about marketing. That's the only reason why you would make a variant cover. Yeah. If you're if you're looking at artists and you say this artist is fantastic. I'm making a manga because one, like I said, I fucking love manga. Yeah. But I want to be able to have multiple things on my table. That's a marketing decision. So it's like the creators that are doing it, they're not selling out. They're just putting the step four at step one. And and it and it's gonna it's gonna make it infinitely easier. You know what I'm saying? You're just yeah. selling it. You're just selling it earlier. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's uh I think the like the only the only time you shouldn't worry about that marketing earlier is is literally you have zero intentions of selling this book. You it's have zero intentions. Of, you have zero intentions of anybody reading your book, right? If I, if I post my book on fucking global comics and that shit gets zero views, and I'm that's like, true, that's true, yeah. Okay, time for issue two. You don't care about marketing. That's fine. Right. <laughs> you know that's fine. If you would post a picture of your cover and you got zero likes and you'd be disappointed, you care about marketing, buddy. Like you care about marketing. Yeah. You don't. That that's, that's the, like, that's like, I'm like, that's the only instance where marketing doesn't really play. You just don't care about anything else. (laughs) You just like, I just want to see this comic done and I want to look at it. And it's like, that's fine. I'm sure there's people out there doing that. I mean, like, I know I'm not convinced. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not convinced. But it's, it's also, I feel like maybe it's those people who are, I don't know, like, like self-conscious about like people seeing it and viewing yeah. it and reading it. And they're, they're like concerned, like, oh, if I put this out there, they're not afraid. They're afraid to put it out there. Right. Right. And, and listen, all kinds of combo making is valid. And that's and that's like yeah. something I'm not trying to do is trying to dictate or kind of like gatekeep yeah. anything. You could. It, it's all valid. Right. I'm Everyone. just skeptical. Yeah. I, I think that most people want people to make your comic book. I think it takes a lot of time. Comic book making a comic book takes time, energy, or money. Oh yeah. If it takes money, then you need to get a return on investment just to make more. If it costs time, you're depending on having a lot of free time to make comics. Whereas if you're getting paid to make comics, it's your job. You can continue to make them. I I, I like I love making comics so much that I'm not gonna stop. That's why I started taking marketing series because I'm like, girl, I'm gonna be bankrupt. Because I, I just yeah. love telling stories. So I think you have a very small percentage of people that like just don't care. Like I said, they post, they make the comic. That's it. They can't print it out because printing it out costs money. But right. they, they just want to make a, they just want to put it out there. They don't care if anybody sees it or not. Right. Those people are not on Twitter. Like I'll tell you that. They're definitely, <laughs> they're definitely not on Twitter. Yeah. Like, why would you be on Twitter if you don't care about people seeing your shit? Yeah. So if you're posting it anywhere, you care. So you care about marketing essentially, and people yeah. think marketing means making money. No, it just means getting eyes. It means putting a product out there. Right. I mean, it certainly in in the Kickstarter space, oftentimes means you can afford to create it. 
dog it's yeah it's it's <laughs> it's not cheap bro it's a very expensive hobby and yeah like i'm glad i'm able to do it i'm glad i'm able i'm getting the the funding to keep doing it and i'm really hoping these next two essentially i'm making my next two series just so i can i can try to get to the next level try to get try to expand on my fan base and stuff like that so i can keep making more comics essentially so i feel yeah. very fortunate to be in that position i'm gonna pull the uh the page up here so people can take a look at what decay is oh yeah yeah um which that's not me by the way because <laughs> i no. can't people tell me that every time oh man yeah so the uh if you enjoy the crow, Lovecraft Country, Frankenstein, okay, okay, Monkey's Paw. Uh, but these, these, this is this is the same artist that did Choose uh, of Thoughts. Oh, I was gonna say, did they do another variant for you on like issue two? Yeah, the Hurricane, the Hurricane okay. cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I recognize this art style, and mm-hmm. I thought it was from from your other other covers, but uh, yeah, some intense stuff going on in this book. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, just a little intense. That's a Frankenstein reference, by the way, because he gets the he has the uh, yeah, not a lot of people get that. I see it now. I don't know if I necessarily like consciously thought of that, but as soon as you said it, I'm like, yep, let's go. Yeah, so originally, if you could scroll back up to the first page, originally, yeah. I was so the end of issue one basically is right. him getting killed and getting revived. That's why I didn't have an elevator pitch because the the pitch is the the pitch is the twist. And somebody told me that like, you start the story too early or too late. And I was like, no, I really, I'm really, I love that twist. Um, but it did make it eat harder to sell. And this time I was like, fuck it, you know, I'm just gonna tell it visually. I'm just gonna rip the bandaid off. And then I have two uh, two of new issues coming out, three issues coming out, like three, four, five. So it's like, okay, there's still gonna yeah. be more surprises. But that was a thing that I. I was pretty stubborn about now i finally kind of buckled and like added in a visual kind of just visuals to let you know what the story is yeah and it's like i'm i'm really proud of myself for that like <laughs> yeah i mean at, the, at this point a lot of a lot of people that come on uh you know continue reading we're, we're there at the start but you get some new people and at, at this point though it feels less like a a spoiler and more about like all right this is what's happening in the story anyways. And yes. there's a little bit of a twist, but there's more twists to come. There's more, yeah. more things going on. So now it's, it's almost like since you're picking up one through three, it's just kind of early in the story. This happens. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess- it was an easy decision to make. And it was, um, when you make it, you have all kinds of ideas before people, people who don't make or haven't made their first comic book. They have all kinds of ideas about what the medium should be or what you shouldn't, shouldn't do. And I've done a full 180 on a lot of things, um, yeah. done a 360 on a lot of other things. You know what I'm saying? I'm still, 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 still headstrong with certain things, but I just think like, there's so many people that like, like it's weird, like gatekeeping, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. weird, like <laughs> so I, cringe. Like, I mean, I feel like, if you're enjoying making it, you're, you know, your creative team enjoys making it. Someone's out there going to read it. Like do whatever you want with it. Like, I mean, have you seen, uh, uh, freak snow. It came out from behemoth. Hmm. Uh, no. Kevin Rotatelli, Rob, uh, Rob Cannon. Um, they, they're now doing like the whatnot publishing stuff. Um, but it's just like, it's a look inside of Kevin's mind. 
Mm-hmm. It's just wild and insane and does not follow any traditional like comic stuff. Like I think you'd enjoy oh, yeah. it for that reason. It's just like yeah, all over the place. Like paneling doesn't really matter all the time. Like it's just out there. And it's, it's fun. It's fun. That's why I really like manga because they're they're doing a lot of interesting things. And I I think what I'll give manga credit where I think the that suit like mainstream comics are lacking is you're seeing you're seeing like manga creators yeah. fourth generation like what what if, you know if you if we want to say it started with I don't know like what like Astro Boy or some shit and you had like Dragon Ball Z then you had Naruto you know what I'm saying like One Piece yeah. We're now like fourth, fifth generation in storytellers, and they're they're taking those like Chainsaw Man and Don to Don. Oh yeah, they're taking these tropes, and one, they're using the shorthand established by a DBZ or a One Piece or whatever. So we're getting to the story faster. We understand these characters, and yeah. then they're doing like dynamic stuff with those tropes, and like I think. I think that's happening in the indie space, but the mainstream space, I'm a little skeptical if that's if that's what's going on. I love something that yeah. can surprise me, you know what I'm saying? And and that's that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, the that, main, mainstream comics seems to stick to the formula a lot, a lot more. And it's kind of yeah. I've pulled away from a lot of books, like stick to some characters. Like I want to see what happens at the end of the Spider-Verse if if they actually end it. Um yeah. So like Spider Spider Man characters are are kind of my favorite thing out there, and so yeah. I'll, I'll pick it up to read characters, but the stories aren't always great. Like I stuck on way too long with the Nick Spencer run. I kept like letting me down. I was like, no, it's gonna it's gonna be better this time. Didn't, yeah. didn't get there for me, but uh, and I didn't. Cool. For- Sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was like, scroll up. That's the cover. I didn't forget. I just got these in. That's the one you wanted. Uh, mm. So, yeah, yeah, I just, yeah. I just got the proof for this one today. So nice. Yeah, nice. yeah. We moving. Very nice. Yeah, I got all these back here. Yeah, I saw them, man. It's a pretty looking desk. Yo, oh, that's the what? Tales of Horror. Tales of the K. Tales of no the the Omad. Like it feels like an homage, right? I think no, nah, it was tells from the crypt. The crypt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. EC. Yeah, I knew it was like old pre-code horror kind of. Nice. Um, I forgot what I was just talking about before that though. Nah, it's gone. Whatever. <laughs> It'll come back if it's important. Right. That's the. I mean, that's the good thing about comics. There's just so much stuff to talk about. But uh, I mean, getting people to like. Get, get over here and, and check these out. $12 yeah. physical cover. Like, you think about it, we're looking at, um, you know, okay, you can pick up a book for $5 at a comic shop, but that's funded by, like, a big company at, at some point in the process. Those c- printing costs are a lot lower. So $12, I, I see anywhere, like, I've seen five on a Kickstarter, but it's usually someone who's been, like, who does so many of these that they've probably got some like steel deal on printing and, mm-hmm. and such, but yeah, five to 15 is usually like, that's a Kickstarter comic price. It's also higher quality. Like, honestly, the print is a lot oh, better on. Oh, yeah. No, that, 
they it's not the cheap paper i can i can definitely say that about all of them uh decay three i think it it feels like it's like a different finish than one mm-hmm. and two but it's still yeah. like sturdy quality paper and i yeah, can't tell anybody but i, I changed printers don't tell nobody <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's why it feels different okay but like i can't i can't stand when i pick up a comic and it's like like the marvel ones most of the time i'm like I'm f- afraid to touch this comic because it's going mm-hmm. to fall apart in my hands. And I've had yeah, some that, like, I touched it and the color came off. And I was like, yo, what? Like, I held this for, like, I'm holding it in my hands, reading it. And, like, I, I, I set it down and, like, part of the color is missing from the cover. What the hell, bro? What? I'm like, what my hands are, are dry. Nothing's going on here. <laughs> like, I'm not putting water on the cover. What is happening? I'm gonna use that as my pitch, like at a con. <laughs> like, look, I, I've had comic books, and the cover comes, color comes off when you touch it. Like, but not these, <laughs> not these. Nah, hell no. Nah. And that's that's the other thing I appreciate about indie comics is just like that quality. People creating the comics put in that extra effort to make sure it's something that they would want to pick up and read and hold. Uh, and that and that shows here. Yeah, and it, it you really every sale matters you know what i'm saying like when you're doing any comics or at least they should you know yeah uh but i feel like i can say confident like 95 percent of people in the space are putting are putting you know good product out there because like you need the you need re- the buyers you need repeat buyers you know that's 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 so huge yeah and i've, I've had some that I like uh, the packaging the packaging gets me like yeah i've gotten some that haven't had a bag and a board no, that's crazy. Like that's that's like the minimum. And yeah, then, if it's not a trade, you need a bag and board. Like what yeah. the hell? I've had people bag and board trades, and I'm like, I, you didn't even have to do that. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no single issue, no bag, no board, just like in a flat cardboard thing. It wasn't like a, a mailer. And I was just like, what? What did I just open? I use bubble mailers. And I, f- I haven't gotten any complaints. Um, genuinely, I haven't gotten any complaints because the, the, the look, I don't like. I appreciate the Gemini mailers, but it's overkill, bro. <laughs> like it's it's a fucking overkill. <laughs> like you need for me. For me, I like them just okay. because. Okay. I know it's it, you've done everything to kind of protect. Yeah. It. Um, I've seen some people do those and then throw them in bubble mailers to get the like because it's in a like a bag. So it's a different shipping rate, so it's cheaper or something like that. Somehow, I don't know how that works, but me neither. Um, so I've seen that too, uh, and I've seen bubble mailer, and there's nothing else but the comic in the bubble mailer, and and I've had so many damaged comics from that. That's whack as hell. Like I do the bagging board and the mailer, and my thinking is like the bagging board and the, like because it's got the air, you know, what I'm saying it's got the bubbles, and then. At the very least, the comic book will be okay. Like, yeah. If, if like the back, if the back, the back and board get messed up, at the very least, the comic should be good. I feel like I don't, I don't remember what I got from you when, I, when you sent the last one, but like, I always like if it, if it's multiple comics, if you got them back to back and then like taped together, it's like those back backing boards on either side that protects everything. Yeah. Um, but like, if it's one comic, I always am like, all right, let's get something else in there. Like when I'm shipping things out. I'm always throwing like uh, maybe another board on the other side of it, keeping it safe. I just was uh, helping package a bunch of stuff. My shop did a a, a comment, uh, whatnot sale. They were starting to sell on there. 
okay. I was helping them like package oh, things up and we we're like, all right, let's get this on this side, get it all together. Um, I just don't trust the USPS. I think that's it. That's not, that's not <laughs> <laughs> like not the most trustful. Yeah. I, I, I was tracking a Kickstarter package actually. Um, and it said it was delivered yesterday. I don't have it. Yeah, I'm glad I've I've had gen- generally good luck with the USPS, and I'm not even yeah. doing like I think the most for the for the K issue two. I think I had a hundred maybe physical. I had to go look at it. I'm like, yeah. man, imagine, dog, imagine like two hundred, three hundred, four hundred. Like I don't have the so some people have the. Uh, they have the uh, the printer that will print out the it's like the heat printer, thermal printer, and they'll yeah, print yeah, out the, the USPS. And like, yeah. I haven't had I don't have the need for that. Like, I I can make it in like four trips to USPS, like two weeks I can get funded. But like, the goal is <laughs> to like ha- need have a need for it where it's like, all right, this is yeah. just inefficient. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's Maybe, the goal. I need faster printing. I need this to go. <laughs> yeah, like that's the that's that's the goal for real. Slap a label on it, throw it in the, <laughs> throw it yeah, over. I'm them. tired of dealing with the fucking. I'm tired of dealing with the uh, the people at the front. <laughs> but let me get yeah. his comments. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean I also do like if I'm shipping stuff out like outside of like things where I already get a label. Uh, I use like Pirate Ship. They uh, they do like discounts on USPS shipping okay. costs, and Pirate you can print the label at home. Uh, I know some people use like stamps, but I think you have to pay for stamps.com. Um, mm-hmm. So there's like some options. Where I, I, I don't want to deal with those people either. <laughs> they, they got enough that they're dealing with anyways. That's... So I'm like, I'll leave you guys alone. I'll bring in my packages, drop them in the box, and uh, I'm out of here. That's true. That's fair. That is very fair. But I guess it all comes down to like that. That's a lot of work on the creator putting all that stuff together at the end. Um, and it's really, it's, it's up to you as the one running the campaign. Um, yeah, so it's another piece of, yes, you're, you're creating a comic, you're marketing a comic, but you're also now a professional shipper <laughs> or you have to learn to become one. I'm going to kind of start, I'm going to start like kind of dinner and then I'm going to start bagging up some comics. I'm like, cause I try to, I try to get fulfilled as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I print everything out ahead of time. I get all this stuff like in order and then I try to like bang it out basically. And, uh, yeah, I mean that, that's really appreciated from the buyer side of, of everything because I, there's a couple people I know, like you don't have to worry about that comic getting to you or waiting a year to get that comic. You're yeah, fast. Know, uh, do you know, uh, Frank Martin? No, I don't think so. Uh, he's a, he's another right, but he's like always like he gets the money, and then it's like a week or two after that, comics are out the door. Hell yeah, that's uh, the goal, man. And it's it's a I don't want to besmirch people that can't do that because it is it is a luxury. Yeah, it is a luxury. You know what I'm saying? Really? Um, and if you tell I me mean, if you tell people your comics going to oh, take a year to do it, then you know that that's cool as well. Right. It's all about the updates. But, exactly. Yeah, I think it does speak to the fact that, like, okay, you get something when you get something earlier than you expected. That's always a good feeling, you know? What I'm yeah. Saying? Oh yeah. Um, I mean, even like 
I, we know in the last year people have been hit by like shipping delays, oh all gosh. kinds of issues with with that side of thing. And then like Pat, like he had like three campaigns just suddenly arrive, and he's like, all right, pack, 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 out the door as soon as he got them. Though, like it, at least that's what it felt like. But he kept those updates going. Um, yeah, as long as, as long as you do the updates, you straight. That's what yeah. I like about the community. Like people, the 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 the, the fan base too. Like they're they're really understanding. And super, yeah. super reasonable, you know. It, man, it, it, it's a great community for real. Yeah. Until I mean, you've probably seen some of the Twitter controversies recently with uh, suddenly an update of, yeah, we don't know when this is gonna actually ever get to you because I used up all the money on who knows what. Creators I did. actually was not. I've only been on any Twitter for at this point like a oh, little under like, a year last week right but i didn't even oh, know yeah. well i don't know when the project originally because it was it Fair. was created before, yeah yeah so i'm I not remember, even sure i remember seeing like i remember seeing the project and i think i thought about backing it and then it was probably one of those ones i opened and then i, I guess i didn't feel strongly enough because it never happened mm-hmm. um or i just completely forgot which i do like yeah 20 percent of the time just yeah. i open the tab and i forget i have it open I have like almost the max number of tabs open on my phone, which is not good. <laughs> That's like my brain. It's probably my brain, you know, same thing. So many tabs open. None of them are working right now. Um, but yeah, so there's there's some some things that pop up where the, there's no updates and then it's just quiet. Mm-hmm. It's like, it. I feel like that does have a, a little bit of a negative impact on creators who are, publishing stuff and putting it out there you know pretty regularly because people got a bad perception then of kickstarter and i saw that on a couple comments was i don't think i'm ever going to back another kickstarter comic after this which sucks it, it sucks so much because people yeah. are more trustworthy than what happened with that situation yeah and um shots out to wells Wells Thompson, who makes Frankenstein the the Unconquered, he puts backed. He says created by Kickstarter, like he puts it on, his, on a sticker on his on his covers, yeah. on his on his back cover to be. Like, and I was like, oh, why do you do that? Like, you getting money from Kickstarter? He's like, nah, I want people to know that this is a this is a sustainable thing. And yeah, that's probably. Yeah. I think the two things that are worse for the community is when you don't make the book. And then if you have really bad shipping, like if you ship the book and it's and it's some bullshit, I think that's the two things because it makes people, yeah. it makes it distrustful. Distrustful, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so this one's wrapping up in eight days. Yeah, I can't wait. Cannot so wait. Uh, everyone watching now, link, I've dropped it in the live chat a few times, but it's also down in the description below here, take you over to the Kickstarter campaign. Um, Intrusive Thoughts is the next one you said. Yeah, bro. Launching in January. January, man. That's the that's the plan right now. That's so a little like teaser of what Intrusive Thoughts is about. Absolutely. So it's about a an orphan, and his mental health deteriorates when his sleep paralysis demon attacks one of his classmates IRL. So it's uh it's a horror mystery. So it's and, uh, yeah, I see the the horror and the sleep paralysis demons that's a i feel like that 
should be more disgust and horror genre. Like a lot of horrific things that could come from that. Yeah, man. And, and the art is fantastic. I, I'm really excited for this, um, for these next two releases, the next two series, because I'm, I'm applying what I learned in like the last year. You know, anytime you can have more things on the table as well. Yeah, is uh, is fantastic. Like I just got it. I have a stand now for my table, which is a great feeling. Yeah. You know, like got enough stuff to put on the stand. Exactly, man. I I can keep filling that thing up, but and it's also good if you're cold. If you're cold, uh, you're splitting a table as I was. Yeah. So it's like, All right, cool. Like I can split a table, and shit. Yeah, but somewhere over here. You said what? I got some of his books over. Oh here. yeah, shouts out the armor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, haven't gotten to read them yet, but. But you read Intrusive Thoughts. That's a smart move. <laughs> no, but it's it's what I've learned making comic books. You know what I'm saying? In like in the last year, and uh, I've learned a lot. So I it's excited to apply it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to pick my words carefully here. I think spoiling. No, not even when I was spoiling. But uh, I was I would say it's. I think it's going to be easier to sell. I think, which is you know. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna open more eyes. I think the art is better. Uh, just I got a more experienced artist. Like I said, I'm. 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 I was. I was. I'm a better writer since I when I first started making comics. There's more yeah. metaphors and stuff like that. You know, I, I just. I, I can't. Ex- I'm so excited for this next series. And <laughs> you know, in the K issue four, I'm. I'm doing four and five. I think at the same time. I think I'm doing a, a, a launch at the same time. Okay. So. So is, is five the last issue then of the K? Five was the last issue. Now okay. it's trade time, baby. Then I get to make yeah. all that money back. But <laughs> no, it's it's so it's so exciting. And um, I think decay decay for I think I think the honestly decay is getting better every issue. And uh, I think I think it's gonna be fantastic. And then when I get that trade, that's gonna be I'm scared because I'm I think it's gonna make one of my floppies less valuable, you know, like it's it might be harder to sell the floppies. So I'm printing, I'm printing less sequentially, like mm-hmm. as I'm going, but, um, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a great, it's when I get it finished, like my first series, like finished, yeah. it's going to be insane. Like it's going to be such a great feeling. I, I can't, I can, yeah, I can only imagine one day, one day I'll, I'll, I'll get around to, to doing some writing. It's, Hell yeah, bro. It's, it's, it's something that I, you know, the more I talk to people, the more I'm like, I want to do this eventually. But I, between reading, <laughs> writing reviews, day job, trying to the catch up on more reading, um, I end up not having a whole lot of time. But nah, I feel you, bro. But I think reading is the I think reading and understanding the medium is the first is the first part. That's the biggest step. And I'm nonstop reading. So <laughs> hell yeah, bro. Real quick, what's think of intrusive thoughts like? I, I like at first I was like, what on earth is this thing? And I was like, wait, um, okay, we got sleep paralysis demon. Um, which again, like the horror side of it, I I was digging. I wasn't, I, I will say this, I wasn't a hundred percent until you said it about what the you know the sleep paralysis demon was doing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna reread this and look at a certain scene, and I think mm-hmm. that I didn't understand one of the scenes when I was reading that. Oh shit. Um, <laughs> what can you can you t- get? Tell me vaguely what it what it. Uh, the one like at the end, like because you said the, the sleep paralysis demon comes out kind of uh, in uh-huh. real life. Yeah, so I didn't quite 
grasp that I think when I was first looking through it. But okay. like like you said, I do agree that art was like a, a next step up. Um, really enjoyed the 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 horror side of what's going on here, and just like this character's definitely going through a lot already in his life <laughs> yeah um and i feel like that's, that's something that i keep seeing more and more like writers do is that they're like I, like I got my character and i'm just gonna throw them through everything i can throw at them and see how that comes out on the other side like and and he he's got a, a lot happening as since he's you know his no parents uh his foster parents don't seem to seem to care about him too much but uh, you know he has he has a place to sleep yeah uh, yeah no so he's like, got that uh you know just the trauma that he's going through um what would that do to someone and then how do you take that to more horror and i see you doing that and i really like that yeah yeah, yeah no i'm glad i mean i'm glad and, and yeah it's 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 i think it's i think it's like i got a similar structure to decay and i think it's gonna it's, it's like a you know, I, I'm very, I'm very excited. I'm glad, I'm glad you. Yeah, it. no, it's it's cool. Um, but yeah, now I was like, I think, I think that one scene I was, I was reading, I was like, was this in his head? Was this uh, like, it was this part of one of his, his uh, sleep paralysis dreams? And, yeah. Or was this real life? Was real that was life. that was my one point where I was like, I guess you know we could could roll with that and just be oh. like, yeah, it's like the end of. Uh, uh what was that movie the one where they're like they're spinning the thing at the end uh inception mm. like you know what what Ooh. is what is really going on here you know Ooh. that's a hey that's a that's not a bad that's not a bad comparison but now nah, choose the thoughts about to be crazy i really i really can't fucking wait to like get into it yeah. and then i got some other shit how many stars how many stars out of five would you give it Oof. Put you on the spot. Put me on the spot. It takes me a while to think about star reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I sit there and I'm like, mm. I'm staring at like I got one up. Like I haven't finished uh, writing a review for. I'm just like, I don't know. And I always go out of ten because I'm like, I don't know. I like having a little bit of extra maneuverability, even though you can like double the scale, right? Like you could three point five seven. You know, four point five is nine, but I'm like, but then I can get a nine point. It feels better there. though. I got an 8.5 in there. Like I got a little bit extra room to maneuver it. <laughs> but four and a half, four and a half star, like, like four stars is like four out of five is better than eight out of 10. Like it sounds four out of five better. It, you, you're it right. feels better. Cause it's closer to that, that end goal. Yeah. That you know part. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I like 10 just, mainly though. Cause like I get that like extra little bit. Cause like, I'm like, yes, you know, okay. So like 8.5 is, is like, for me, 8.5 is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it may not come across that way for like, you know, people want those 10 out of 10s, 9 out of 10s, 9.5s, whatever. But like, I don't want to say, a, you know, uh, would that be like, a, yeah, how do you say that? 4.5, it would be, for me, is too good. Four is, <laughs> you know, like 4.5 doesn't hit that eight. 8.5. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Right? I don't know. Yeah. That's where I go with the scales. Like, I don't know. So if I had to throw one on it right now, till I reread it. 7.5 to 8.5. Like somewhere in there. Okay. 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 We got if we I had to, if I had to, you know, but like again, I, I only like will give ratings things I like. So like my scale doesn't really start at 
I don't, I'm not going to give a rating to something that I don't like. I'm not going to talk to, talk about a book I don't like. I'd still recommend this book, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever rated something that wasn't like six or above. Like, because even for me, I think like a six out of 10. That's a three out of five. That's good. See, the three out of five, like three out of five is good. And then the six out of 10 makes me want to, I'm like, oh man, I got to. I know, I know. It's weird. But I mean, well, but that's where you, like you said, you know, you don't want, you want to know, hey, there's some, you know, something to improve on here. There's, um, like if it's 10 out of 10 every time, shoot. All right, go home. <laughs> you're, you're done. You did. You did it. You <laughs> you made it. Well, um, thank and then you. I had a, a couple ten out of tens here and there for me, but like it's yeah. it's rare. It's rare. No, it I should be. It. it should be rare. Yeah. And uh, I mean, yeah, you only read it once, so maybe maybe you'll read it again. Re- That's why I said like it. you put me on the spot. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't gotten to, to do a reread now. I'm thinking about it a different way. Yeah. That's that's, that's the on the spot answer. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll put out a real review for it when it gets. It's time for the Kickstarter. Yeah, man, it's around the corner, bro. I'm kind of nervous because I'm like, yo, it's coming off the back of the, of, the, of the third one, which is good in a way because you're still fresh in people's minds and it's a horror. But it's also yeah. like, damn, are people gonna have like less money? <laughs> like, are people gonna have less money next time? So we're we're gonna, we're gonna yeah. see. I mean, I, you're coming in in January. January. Hopefully, people haven't spent too much over the holidays. <laughs> yeah, I mean. But- but it's not the holiday spending month, and so I think that does help. Like, definitely helps. Fingers crossed, bro. Yeah. Although I know, I know some some people just are launching in the next, just launched or launching in the next week or two. I'm like, that's we're getting a dangerous time. <laughs> There'll be some Christmas related, boy. Yeah. That's well, what I mean, Travis Gibbs is doing. Yeah. Uh, hol- I forget what, holiday spirits, holiday. I forget what it is. Shoot. Yeah. Something like that. It's it's on my list. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh that's like Jerome's project there. Uh the who does like all the lettering for Orange Cone. Okay. Also he's he's a letter on uh was it Dead Kingdom from Red Five comics? Hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, his like indie comic letters, he's he's one of my favorites. All right, hell yeah. Okay, I'll, t- I'll yeah. check that out. Yeah, he's good. Um, but yeah, he wanted to create this. I've talked with Travis about it before. He wanted to create this like holiday one last year, and now they're like, let's do it again. Let's do it. Let's keep it going. But hey, they got cool cool talent on there. Uh, shoot, uh, Brian Hawkins writing one of the stories. Um, yeah. So, cool shout out to, to Travis. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you? Twitter. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Twitter, bro. Uh, Twitter <laughs> at Stokes the Writer. There we go. At Stokes the Writer on Twitter. That's that's mainly that's mainly what I'd be on. I'll link you down below too. So Hell yeah, yeah, head over yeah. Twitter. Um, yeah. There's uh Decay Comic on Instagram. I think Decay Comic on Instagram. Yep. I was trying to tag you when I was making the post earlier, and I don't know, like went back through something, and I saw the, the Decay Comic. I think it's in the uh, should be the comic. Way. Something like that. And I was like, oh, all right, tag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I followed it already. I just, I, th- I was trying to find you instead of the comic. It happens. Yeah, maybe I should rebrand. No, I'm thinking about it. No, I, got, I got a new title. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I I printed Decay Comic. Damn. 
<laughs> oh, we'll figure it out. Can Always I, something, man. Change so. it later on or, or create a new Instagram too to have like just like Stokes the Writer. Yeah, I, I got to figure something out. But everyone go check out the Kickstarter. Awesome comic set in New Orleans about, I would say, tragedy, revenge, uh, dealing with death. Lots of great things there to think about voodoo. Fun. Um, really good story. Hell yeah, check it out. Any any last shout outs or or things you want to put out there? No, I mean that's it. Thank thank you so much. You know, like I, I really I really appreciate it and squeezing me in. Absolutely, it was great to meet you in person in Baltimore. Hell yeah. Um, you say you got another con coming up sometime soon, or is that next year? I don't think so. Next okay. year, I think I think con season's over for me. Con's over. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Take a little breather. All right. Well, thanks again for coming on. It's awesome talking to you. And uh, thanks everyone's watching this live right now or catching it later. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Be sure to subscribe, follow along, whatever platform you're on, and leave a review. Let people know if you are enjoying this podcast. Also, you can find us over on You Promise Me Comics on Instagram, Sparks Comics on Instagram, or Caroline's Comics on Instagram, Sparks underscore comics at Twitter, You Promise Me Comics.substack.com, or You Promise Me Comics.com as well. Follow along on all of the platforms. Uh, Sparks Comics on TikTok, last platform there. Lots of different ways to consume the content. So go check those out. And if you are enjoying ways that you can uh, contribute to the channel, we have a coffee set up. That link is in the description. And you can uh, pay through Substack to get additional content. So please go check those out. And as always, collect what you love. Catch you guys on the next one.